Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be being who you really are. Well, it sounds really simple when you hear people go, just be yourself. It's a lot fucking harder to be yourself, especially in a society where most people have been conditioned and programmed to conform and to get everybody else around them to conform. It's one of the most rewarding things that you will ever do and it's also one of the most difficult and can be excruciatingly uncomfortable. I've got an email today that's from a woman and she writes in because over the course of her 14-year marriage, she says, I'm married to a beta male. And she's comfortable being in her masculine, but quite frankly, after 14 years, she's over it. She doesn't want to be the man in her relationship anymore. And she's focusing on becoming more comfortable being in her feminine. And the problem is, is that her husband just has no interest in becoming an alpha male. As a matter of fact, he gets downright nasty and angry and mean and he's totally not supportive of it. So her question is like, what do I do? Is there any chance that my husband will become a beta male? Is there anything I can do to gently move him in the right direction? So I have a quote that I wrote on this particular topic and then we're going to go through her email. It's a really short email actually. So the quote says, the only way most people can become open to making changes in their lives is if they realize that their current belief system is no longer valid or if they simply have hit the wall metaphorically in life. It's usually when we hit rock bottom in our lives that we are forced to move in a new direction. Successful people know that reaching their full potential is the result of constantly pushing the boundaries outside of their current comfort zone. Stepping outside of your comfort zone involves taking risks that don't necessarily lead to immediate success, but in the long run, when you look back, they will have been absolutely necessary in order to become all that you are capable of becoming. And as the old saying goes, ships are safe if they stay in the harbor, but ships were not built to stay safe in the harbor. Definitely something to think about. So with that in mind, let's go through her email. She says, hi coach, I've been married for 14 years to a beta male. For many reasons, I have been very comfortable being in my masculine, hence me being married to him. Well, I mean, I grew up in a family where my dad, even though he was, t- he never let people outside of the family push him around. When it came to being in a relationship with my mother, he was the beta male. She was the alpha male, if you will. And if you look at the way he was raised, his father was in the Merchant Marine most of the time when he was growing up. So he was mostly raised by his mother. And so he was used to being absolutely, totally dominated by the women in his life. And he's been that way since he was a little boy. Then if you look at all the way back to my grandmother, my grandmother's mother died when I think she was six or seven years old. She was really young. 
And my great-grandfather was a colonel in the U.S. Army around the turn of the century. Everybody called him the colonel. And so she's six, seven years old. He made her get a part-time job. He made her pay him rent. Now keep in mind, she's six, seven years old. She's got a part-time job outside the house. She's paying him rent. She had to do all the laundry. She had to do all the cooking and all the cleaning. And she basically had to run the household. She in essence had to be a man because there was no mother in the household to do those things. And because of that, my grandmother was very comfortable being in her masculine. And if you look at my father and the, and the way he is now, and it just kind of cracks me up when I, when I see the things that he does, even though I've taught him a lot of the stuff, he's read my book, he's watched tons of my videos over the years, even though he's learned a lot of this stuff and he's made a lot of positive changes in his life, he still just – over time, he just is lazy and he just he just goes right back to his old patterns. And it would, I, I personally find this very funny. The way he is with his, his current girlfriend, when he opens the car door for her, which is great, which is chivalrous, but when she sits down in the car – he has to reach in over her and put her seatbelt on her. So literally, like when they pull up somewhere, she sits, she waits for him to get out of the car. He opens the door, then he leans in across her, unbuckles her seatbelt, takes her purse because he always has to carry her purse. Which I mean, I looked at it and go, "Come on, man, seriously." She just does not carry her purse. She wants him to carry it, and he does it. And that's just the way he is. He's just always going to be the type of guy that says, well, what do you want to do? He just doesn't want to be the leader. And he's been that way since he was a little boy. He's been having women tell him what to do. And even though he starts out in the relationship doing the right things, he just naturally gravitates towards it. And I mean, at this point, my dad, he's going to be 60, 67. He ain't going to fucking change. And, and that's just the way he is. He's lazy. He admits it. If it works for him, whatever. I personally, I would not – I'll open the car door for my girl and I always have. It's the right thing to do. But putting the seatbelt on, carrying our purse everywhere, I mean come on. Seriously. But it's his life. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. But you can see through like – literally three generations how that pattern and then obviously into my generation why I was such a super nice guy and why I'm a recovering nice guy after all these years just because my mother just totally dominated his ass when I was growing up and dominated my my brother and I so I I took that into my teenage years and my 20s and it just was a completely screwed up relationship dynamic it was dysfunctional it was unhealthy but it is what it is if i hadn't have gone through that kind of an upbringing i wouldn't be sitting here making this video because i would have never had any reason to learn all this stuff that i didn't know i believe that we choose our own parents so i don't blame my mom or my dad or my great grandfather for anything i, I look at it from the sole perspective of obviously i came into this world for these set of life experiences so i could achieve the outcome that I'm in the process of achieving and making a difference in the world. 
like everything happens for a reason. There are no accidents. So anyways, back to her email. So the other thing I want to say is that men and women both have masculine energy and feminine energy. But typically in most men, masculine energy is the dominant essence. And in most women, feminine energy is the dominant dominant essence. And because I, I have plenty of clients that are lesbians or gay, it's like when I do phone sessions with people in those type of relationship situations because sexual polarity has to exist where one's masculine and one's feminine. It doesn't mean if anatomically they're the same sex. If somebody, if one or both people are not in their natural essence, it's going to create problems and the sexual polarity is just going to evaporate. They literally will have no desire to have sex with one another. And so I've worked with a lot of gay couples over the years, lesbian couples over the years. And when I go through these things with them, I ask them questions. It's like they know right away whether they're a more masculine or a more feminine essence. And I go through what masculine essence is, what feminine essence is. And so they can do the things that come natural to them. And it's like literally flipping a light switch. It creates sexual polarity and attraction when before neither one of them were interested in sex. And it's really cool to see that. And if you ever get into any of Edgar Casey's stuff, which those are some of the Edgar Casey's books, if you go to my website, click the products tab, I've got some books that I've read. And what was interesting is some of the readings that he did were for people, I mean, this is, we're talking like over 100 years ago, people that were gay or lesbian. And one of the things that he said, the soul is not, is not gender specific. It's both masculine and it's feminine and in its essence. And what he's, what I thought was interesting, whether this is true or not, I just think it's an interesting nugget, if you will, something to contemplate on. But what he said when a soul had had a life here on planet Earth and then reincarnated but didn't take enough time, like if one life the soul was a female and in the next life the soul incarnated as a man and there wasn't enough period of time for that the previous essence to dissolve and rebalance itself, that person would often be gay. They would still like the same sex because they were so tied to that previous life. And I thought that was such an interesting thing. But when you look at it from the soul level, everything happens for a reason. So you wonder if people that really are like really homophobic or they just hate lesbians and next life that person might be a lesbian or they may be gay or somebody that's an absolute racist and they hate people because of their skin or wherever they're from. In the next life, in order to balance the soul's energy out, they may come in and have a life experience as what they hated so they could understand that perspective. And those are some of the things that he talked about in his readings. That's why it's like I've read so many different diverse things in my life and I just think that's a fascinating nugget take it take it for what it's worth thought i'd throw that out there she says i am however tired of this and have been and will continue to be working on being comfortable in my feminine so more than likely in your upbringing 
you in essence had to become a man. Maybe you were similar to my grand, what my grandmother went through. Maybe you grew up without a mother. Maybe your parents had a, a screwy th- – their sexual polarity was screwed up because they weren't comfortable in their essence kind of similar. To, I mean my family, I just gave you like three, four generations of how that ripples through the different generations in my own family. But it's just interesting when you look at these things and you can go, oh, this kind of makes a little sense here. So she says the problem is is that he has no desire to change and seems to resent my changes even being angry. Well, what's behind anger? When people get angry, it's because they are afraid and human beings have two primary fears. The first fear is fear that we're not enough. In other words, fear that we don't have what it takes to achieve whatever outcome we're looking to achieve. And the second primary fear is fear that we won't be loved or accepted by our friends, family, peer group, the person that we want to be loved by, etc. And so more than likely, if you're moving into your feminine and your husband is more comfortable being in his feminine because that's the way he was raised and conditioned to believe, that's going to be scary for him. That's going to make him feel completely uncomfortable. He's going to not feel certainty. And certainty is one of our core human needs. So if you're moving into your feminine, which is something he's not used to, that forces him to move more into his masculine. And if he's lived his whole life being a beta male, being in his feminine, it's like you look at my father. I mean he can do it for periods of time. But he's just kind of like an emotionless zombie and like once he's comfortable and after he's been – like his girlfriend that he's with, they've been together for a couple of years now. He's just always going to be that way and I'll bust his balls when I see him and when I talk to him about it and he'll laugh it off. But it is what it is. you know. It's, it's his life. If he wants to live that way, then he gets the consequences of, of all of those kinds of problems. His girlfriend doesn't like it at times. It really bothers her but – Hey, it is what it is. And so obviously your husband, he's not going to feel comfortable as you do this because on some level he may fear that he's losing you. So she says, my question is, can a man change from beta to alpha simply by default? Well, he has to want to and he has to understand what it is. And what I would definitely suggest is say, hey, I've been reading this book by this guy, Corey Wayne. The shaved-headed motherfucker that I see on YouTube all the time and he's got some really interesting information and it's really helped me understand myself better and it would be really nice if you would take the time to read this as well because I think this can really help us in our relationship. And he may say, you can go fuck yourself or he may say, hmm, maybe I'll go check this out. Or he may say, sure, yeah, I'll check this out and then he, it just becomes a coffee coaster. I mean at the end of the day, you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink. Or as I would guess, does he really need to want to change? And just like I shared in the quote, it's like until he gets to a place where he realizes the way he's going about life ain't working, he ain't going to do shit about it. What would your advice be? Well, really this is not so much about him as it is about you and you becoming comfortable. If you're going to continue to work on yourself and get more comfortable in your feminine essence and as much as you try to explain or suggest or gently push your husband 
in the right direction, he may not be interested in it. And you may have to come to a point in your relationship where you're going to have to make a choice. And I can't make that choice for you. You really have to decide what's in your heart. And if he's unwilling to change and if he's unwilling to co-create with you and balance out your your different energies, your masculine and feminine energies to have the sexual polarity there because you're, you're tired of being the man in the relationship. And if he's incapable or unwilling to make the changes to make you feel loved and supported so you can feel natural and be a woman, you may have to give him a choice. He's like, well, this is what I want. This is natural. This is normal. This is the way it's supposed to be. The way we've been behaving for 14 years, it doesn't work for me anymore. And if we're going to stay married and we're going to stay in relationship with one another, I need to see you making positive changes. I need to see you taking on more of a leadership, more of an alpha male role in our marriage. And if you're not willing to do that, then more than likely we're not going to stay married for very long and I would suggest that you go find yourself a woman who's more comfortable being the way I used to be which is acting like a man and I want to act like a woman and you can tell him that and you can leave it up to him because at that point it's like what I said in the quote he's up against the wall he's hitting rock bottom he's not going to have a choice either he makes positive changes or the potential is he's going to lose you forever because the bottom line is Something within you, you knew wasn't right. You knew something was screwy with your relationship dynamic. And that led you to go do research and look for some answers. And that eventually led you to my book and my work. And things are clicking and they're making sense. And you go, oh, this feels more natural. I like this. But again, this is going to be up to you. Hopefully, he'll see the value in it. But if he continues to be combative, you may get to a point in your in your relationship, your marriage, where you, he's got to make the choice. Either he evolves or your relationship will devolve and dissolve. The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. So it really matters what's most important to you. Do you want to just keep the peace or do you want what you want? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I talk to so many people that have been married for 20, 30, 40 years. And they're like, yeah, we stopped having sex 20 years ago. I'm thinking, oh, God, why would you do that to yourself? And they just want to be happy. And that's a tough thing to do, especially when you've been with somebody 14 years. But you have to focus on what is your outcome? What kind of relationship do you want to have with the man who is in your life? Write those down. Write a list down. I've even – actually, I got this off of Amazon recently, Amazon.com. If you've heard me do some of the goal-setting videos that I've done, you write down a column, column all the positive benefits. And so obviously right here with the pros, here's all the benefits that will happen if your husband does the things that you know he needs to do. And these are all the positive things that you want in a relationship. And obviously, here's all the downside risks. If things don't go the way you want, if he doesn't do what you want him to do, if you don't have the kind of relationship that you want to have, that kind of thing. And then it's just a matter of either he's going to step up to the plate or he's going to continue to be a little bitch. That's reality. 
And at that point, you have to make a decision of what you're willing to accept and what's not acceptable. Your must-haves. Your must-haves are your pros and the deal-breakers are the cons. So you have to think about that. You're going to have to do some soul-searching and decide what's right for you. But all you can really do is gently suggest. Remember, as, as men, we don't want to feel like we're wrong. That's why in the old days before, before we had, had apps that you have on your cell phone that give you directions, that's why guys didn't want to ask for directions. That's why when they were putting a bicycle together, they'd pull everything out and just start putting shit together instead of reading the instructions. And then they're, you know, we're cursing and bitching an hour later when we put something together wrong and we got to take it all apart or we strip the bolt or something like that. Because guys don't want to – because when a guy admits that he does something wrong, we feel like a failure. If you're happy, we take credit for that. If you're unhappy, we blame ourselves for that as well. So the key when you're talking to your husband is to not to make him feel like he's wrong or that he's unsuccessful at making you happy. You should come from the perspective of, hey, it would be really nice if you would also work to help me be comfortable being who I am and these are the things that I would like for you. If you really love me and you really care about me, it would mean so much to me if you would do this, this, this and this, whatever it happens to be and give them the opportunity to step up and rise to the occasion or fall flat on his fucking face. And If he falls flat on his fucking face and he refuses to participate and co-create because remember, what is the purpose of all relationships? You go there to give. You're there to help each other grow and become more. You're there to meet each other's needs. And he's either willing to mutually meet your needs and vice versa or he's not. And if he's not willing to give you what you need to be loved and supportive, your only other option then is to go find a man who can give you what you want. But again, it's your life. You're going to have to make your own mind up and your own decision. Definitely a lot to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. (laughs) 